This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Opening up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. You want to carry on singing there? No, carry on. Yeah, <laughs> Very good evening to you. Welcome to the Mansfield Matters podcast, the show for the fans, by the fans, and once again, we are live on our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash MTFC Matters. Thank you very much for joining us uh, once again. To my right, we've got Mark Crum. Good evening. And to my left, Nathan Edge. Good evening. And nowhere is Cam Felton. He's not here today because... He's an idiot and he's left his uh, his bus pass in his college class. So he had to rush back, back and get it and couldn't get here on time. We're going to get him on the phone though later on in the show. So uh, we'll give him a little bit of ribbing uh, about yeah. that. Well, I got a ribbing last week, didn't I? And, and when I was actually ill, or the week before, I don't know what it was. You weren't so, ill then, were you? To, I was ill. Yeah. <laughs> I was ill. Yeah, but what influenced that illness? I do, I do, I do wonder. <laughs> but there you go. Uh, so we're going to be talking all about, uh, obviously... Um, the last couple of games we'll be looking ahead to Notts County talking seven years of John and Carolyn Mather as well lots to get through tonight uh, here on the show and if you want to get involved make sure you leave us uh, a comment in the comments on our Facebook page and if you've missed the live stream of this you can always interact on our Twitter page as well we're all set with freshly made mugs of tea all in Mansfield Town various Mansfield Town mugs and Cam made a comment last week as well that we should all have Mansfield Matters mugs like this one uh, but there's only one of these that ever got made and even that was for a bit of a bit of an accident actually it's a bit of a funny story around that but I won't tell it at this particular point and we'll start uh, as always uh, this week then gentlemen if we may uh, with the connection question uh, for those who don't know the connection question is one of those where we ask a random question which somehow connects to uh, the upcoming fixture and it's quite apt today because as, you, as you'll see on, on the video if you're watching behind us we've got a Beast 12 shirt which was a Christmas present to me once upon uh, once upon a time um, and that connects quite nicely because today's question connection question is when the Stags beat Notts County in August 2015 Brian the Beast Jensen Brian the Beast Jensen uh, <laughs> became the club's oldest player and also a legend with a quality performance but I want to know two things tonight, gentlemen. How old was Jensen at the time, and who did he take the record from? Nathan, do you think you know the answer to both parts, or one part, or <coughs> where do you think you are with this? Um, possibly, I, I might know his age, but uh, I, I'm not quite sure about who he's taken over, yeah. who was the previous holder. Yeah, I might know his age. You're going to go similar? Yeah. Okay. If you think you know either answer, make sure you drop us uh, a comment in the comments. How old was Brian Jensen when he became the club's oldest player in Knox County away in August 2015? And who did he take that record from? We'll reveal the answer, if I remember, uh, later on in the show. We'll also get Cam on the phone in a little bit as well, and we'll ask him to see if, if he knows. Let's start off then uh, by looking back at the last couple of games. Two performances for me, gentlemen, which have actually been ridiculously poor performances mm. Mm. Uh, from the players. We'll start off with, with Cambridge because obviously you, we were all at, at the Cambridge game. Yeah. Only I was at the um, Cheltenham game in midweek. Cam was as well, so we're getting on the phone for yeah. that. But let's start with that. Even though we performed badly, we still managed to put three points on the board, Nate. I think that was uh, the satisfying thing at the end of it all. I mean, I'd say we, we did play very poor, and I felt. 
I felt a bit for Cambridge because they, they definitely well they definitely didn't deserve to lose um, and like I say we didn't deserve to win I, I, maybe a draw would have been fair um, but I think it was just it was a very nice feeling to know that you've come out at the end of a game like that against a team who are I think Cambridge will be a good, very good side this season um, to, to have not played well and also got, got the three points but at the same hand I'm not just saying this because obviously we know the Tuesday night score but I was thinking to myself that, that game that that is not going to go on forever we're not going to be able to carry on playing bad and getting results what was the most disappointing thing from your perspective Mark obviously we picked up three points against Cambridge which to be fair you know when you play badly sometimes you do get a little bit of lady look smiling on yeah. you you know with the yeah. penalty that was a little bit lucky in the late goal mm. uh, as well but what was the most disappointing thing from from your perspective on Saturday I mean, well, full credit to Cambridge. I mean, you know, they came with a game plan. You know, they played some really good football. But I just, for me, I just think, you know, there's certain areas I think we need to improve on. And it was disappointing, I think. But again, we came away with the three points. But And then, hang on, we'll go to Cheltenham and we'll get beat 3-0. So it's just finding that consistency. Uh, that's that's the, the frustrating thing as well. And I think, you know, I, sometimes... Obviously, I used to be a, be a commentator, so for, for years upon years, I would watch football matches unable to hear properly the crowd that were around me, because obviously you've got the headphones on, mm. you've got the studio in your ear and what have you, so you switch off from it. But going back to being a fan, as I did a couple of years ago, it, it mm. does sort of make you more aware of what people are saying. I try and switch off from it, I really do, but there was one thing on Saturday that I, I really couldn't switch off from, yeah. which was Paul Digby and the... Abuse he got really is that something you picked up on? Yeah, and it is quite frustrating. I don't think it's never ever going to help to get on a player's back, is it? And I think you've only got to look at the game before. Paul Digby had a fantastic game at Lincoln, didn't he? He was absolutely he was one of the outstanding players. And then Cambridge, he was poor. I mean, we can't uh, hide hide that fact. But getting on his back, it's not going to help him. It's not going to help the team. It's frustrating. I kind of understand that from the fans' point of view. You know, I was sat there, and like you two probably sat there. You are frustrated, but you just got to think sometimes: is it going to help? What you share, you know, what you, you it's, put that energy into getting behind the team rather than getting on the players' backs. I yeah. think for, for me, you know, go on, Mark. And we'll no, no, no just a quick one. I mean, a lot of people, you know, you know, it's an interceptor play. You know, we're kind of like the Jimmy Maguire where it gets stuck in, so you know, it's not going to create anything. And you know, as soon as we brought a creative player in Jacob, now it changed the game. Yeah, I mean, you mentioned Jamie Maguire there. I'm going to start a bit of a campaign, actually, of bring back Maguire because I think we are genuinely missed him. And that's just not for me taking the mick out of his accent, which I'm not going to do now, despite anyone who says anything in the comments because I'll get killed. Uh, anyone who's heard it in private, though, I'm sure will agree it's an expert impression. Uh, but for me, I think we're missing that type of player. And Digby mm. does add that little bit of a bite. And what frustrated me the most about the fact he was getting a little bit of stick on Saturday and indeed at Tuesday at Cheltenham mm. was the fact that. He was getting slated for not being able to pick 30, 40 yard passes out mm-hmm. and yeah. for, miss, for giving the ball away. Now, I said this in my report on, on Sunday as, as well, in my blog on Sunday. I'm not going to sit and defend his passing because it was atrocious, mm. but what that said, yeah. he wasn't there to ping those 30, 40 yard passes. Mm. He was mm. there as the interceptor to yeah. win challenges and break up play. Yeah. One thing he did do, and one thing Cambridge are very good at, which is where they've had quite a lot of success this season, is their two front men yeah. pull apart your defence. Yeah. How did we concede that goal, the first goal? They pulled apart the two centre-backs and we had nobody plugging the gap. Yeah. Do you know why we had nobody plugging the gap? Because he was taken off three minutes before. Yeah. And I turned around to somebody and, and, and said that on Saturday and got a whole load of verbal. Yeah. <laughs> I was just like... We're all entitled to our opinions, yeah, but well, yeah. it's just proven it. You know, we, it's one of those things. But that's I think that's one of the. Part, I think we had a discussion earlier in the season as well. Was it Luton where we spoke about substitutions? Um, and I think everyone agreed, and I think even Steve Evans said this in press that he may have made the mistakes with the substitutions that he made because he he sort of made attacking changes, didn't he? Even though it was only two 0 up. Whereas I think the differences with Cheltenham. Uh, was it one? So it's nil nil at that point, wasn't yeah. it? Mm. So I can understand why he made those changes because we to go more attacking, but and obviously it did backfire. So I think that's the difference. I think he made the right decision in making the change, but like you say, you are when you do make those changes, you are going to make yourself more vulnerable at the back. And like I said, Cheltenham took advantage of that, went one up, and then after that, I mean, well, we all know where it went from there, and it was massively downhill, wasn't it? Yeah, and again, just sort of on that, it was the same against Cambridge. It was, I think, it was it was nil nil when he, he made the, the change against Cambridge, and mm-hmm. yeah, he had to go for it by bringing on attacking players. But for me, I didn't feel Butcher was adding too much 
to the game yeah. I felt maybe he could have been you know like for like player creative yeah. creative and still keep that tightness at the back yeah you, but you could see him shouting as well on the pitch and I think to yourself well why don't someone take charge in that situation like you know grab the game by the scruff of the neck do you know what you actually raise a really good point this because we were talking about this on Saturday at the game and we were talk- we've been talking about this on social media in our little group chat you know because we're that sort of people now <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hashtag Facebook friends um, <laughs> we were all sort of saying a little bit more about has Steve Evans gone a little bit OTT mm. it felt for me like on Saturday he was shouting and bawling from the very first whistle yeah. and I don't think that the players responded as much to that as what he no. wanted them to I think he took it as a negative yeah you just want to encourage them don't you give them the support really, and just stick by your players rather than get on to them but that's just the kind yeah. of manager is this is something I really wanted to actually speak about today because this is something that I was for the last couple of days I've actually been thinking about quite a lot especially since Tuesday night about what happened with him getting sent off and it really wound me up actually the fact that I thought I love Evans and I love his passion but sometimes you've got to really think about what you're doing and obviously he got sent off for for saying too much as he often does and we know Steve Evans does that a lot but it just reminded me about when I played in the the Euros earlier this year with with England and we had a a big meeting at the start of the tournament I wonder when you bring that up (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> no, we had a big t- a big meeting at the start of the tournament and the manager said because he was another guy he, the, the manager the England manager he, he sometimes says things that gets the him and the, the, the team into trouble and he said he, for the first game for the second game and the third game he actually wrote on his hand will it help and uh, this is something that I just thought I wish Evans would do this a little bit I wish he'd just think about what he's going to do before he starts shouting out and, and reacting yeah. to things and just think will it help will it help the team will it help the players on the pitch actually go out there and, and get the job that needs to be done for that game and I think Tuesday night that didn't help I think yeah. it was bad enough what was going on the pitch for him to then get sent off on the sidelines I just think the whole everything was just wrong about it yeah, and I just hi Cam. Cam's just popped. It's just said. I'm oh, sorry. You know, it's just, <laughs> sorry. On, the, on the Facebook feed, you can see who's joined, and Cam's just popped up. Okay. Cam, you're a disgrace. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. just say that. Yeah, we're very angry with you tonight. Never leave your boss pass behind. We'll get you on the phone in a minute <laughs> yeah. as well. Uh, but no, just to go back to what you were saying there, Nath. I think it's a man management thing, isn't it? We all know what Steve Evans uh, is like as well, and uh, it's come high, high lads. Hi, Cam. Hi, Cam. Hi, Cam. Hi, Cam. Disgrace. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're not going to just have a conversation with you. Let's go back to what we were talking about. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> you mentioned there, obviously, about the England blind football manager writing Will It Help on his, his hand. Yeah. Steve Evans is a passionate manager. Everyone knows, and this is the problem, home fans know how to wind him up. We've done it yeah. when yeah. he was oppos- an opposition manager. Yeah. Does he need to have something like that? Does he need to maybe just take a step back a little bit and think? And do you know what else I think doesn't help? Yeah. I think Paul Rayner next to him because Paul Rayner is just, just, just bad. Yeah. 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 yeah, and yeah. they sort of spark off each other, don't they? Yeah. And I think once one shot starts shouting, the other starts shouting. Yeah. Do you know when we look good when Rayner was sat upstairs watching? Because mm. Evans would yeah. often turn yeah. around and have a look upstairs. Yeah. He'd have a different viewpoint of the game, and I think it kept him a little bit calmer. Let's split Evans and Rayner up. Well, this, we, yeah, definitely. This is exactly again. And I'm just going to get. I'm going to refer back to the uh, to, to the Euros with England. They actually, we had an assistant manager there who was exactly the same in previous tournaments, but they again made the agreement before we flew out to Berlin that he was going to be one that just takes a step back, keeps a calm head, and whenever the actual manager was starting to lose his head, the first thing he had to do in his job, no matter what, was to go in there and just tell him to calm down and ask, will it help? And by, by, by keeping that control on the sideline... That made an absolutely massive difference to every player on that pitch out there and our performances. And I think the thing is as well, you know, like, for example, just say that a player like Digby, not just to single Digby out, but, you know, as a youngish player, he's, he's not playing the position he, he came through, you know, other clubs playing. Yeah. Well, I think a lot of people forget that he joins us as a, as a predominantly a right-back and a centre-back. Yeah. He's playing central midfield. He's being asked to, to play that central midfield role. He's still adapting. He's still a young lad as well. Mm. When you've got... Evans and Rayner bawling instructions at you from what 10, 20 yards and each instruction every two minutes is a different one yeah. sit in here pull back there Just let, can't you just let him play the game and I think you know when you've got that adrenaline pumping through your body it's a mm. hot you know you, you're hot and you're sweaty you're running around you're getting yeah. a little bit you're losing your self control a little bit yeah does that help? I, I don't no, think it you, does. You want to believe in your players, you know what I mean? And another thing as well, don't get me wrong, it's good to see passionate side, that's what you want. You want to see your manager like that. But 
another thing, getting involved with referees too much, and they should just be concentrating on what we're doing, really, yeah. more than anything. It's a good cop back off, isn't it, really? Yeah, yeah. Good back Sometimes it works. I think that's what we got. I think we have seen it sometimes where it does get your players going and stuff like that, but there's <laughs> other times where it doesn't. And mm. At the moment, I just think it's not getting the reaction that we need, and it's just becoming more of a distraction on the sidelines. Like Tuesday night, where everything was just going wrong, and that just tough up. For me, I just topped it off, really. Well, I've got four words which I'm going to say to Cam when he answers the phone, and it's not about his bus pass uh, to describe uh, Tuesday night. So let's swiftly move on uh, to that, and let's get Cam on the phone. This is where it could all go wrong. Cam, we know that you are watching on the live feed, so like we used, to, we said to Nathan a couple of weeks ago when we did the first live, <coughs> yeah. stand by your phone, and you might want to, if you're watching on your laptop, just turn the volume down a little bit so that you don't get feedback. But, I feel like uh, me panic and just slam the screen down. Yeah, if you, if you MacBook, <laughs> did it survive? survived, yeah. MacBooks have made a stern thing. <laughs> <laughs> Apple, if you're watching, you want to give us a sponsorship, hit yeah. me up. <laughs> right, let's get Cam on, on the phone then. I nearly called the wrong number, I nearly called a, an MP, but uh, <laughs> let's not do that. You know, he's a bit of a Stags fan, so maybe one week. It's ringing anyway, let's see if we get him on. Shall we all start singing Where's Your Bus Pass Gone? <laughs> yeah, let's do that. Any answers? You can probably hear it. It's ringing. Where's your bus pass gone? Where's your bus pass gone? Where's your bus pass gone? Hello? Uh, oh, he is. Oh, he's yeah. there. I'm in pub for a time. Is it? Oh, yeah, that's it. He turned it. Cam turned 18 for those who don't know. And uh, <laughs> and now frequency is, is time in a pub. So is, is this the real reason that you've not joined us here in the studio tonight? Because well, you wanted to go to a pub? No, the, the fact is that my college has... Technically, three different campuses now, but I'm at the campus that's right down near Nottingham Arena. Now that's an, that's about a 20 minute walk from Victoria Bus Station. Now, <laughs> me being me and my forgetfulness, I managed to walk from there all the way up to the bus station, about to get on the bus. Oh. Where's my bus card? I'm not buying it, you? <laughs> I'm not buying it. No, no I think you just want to be in the pub. That's it. He turns 18, <laughs> wants to be act like an adult and go to a pub and not invite his friends. Polish friends night week. Oh, yeah. God, yeah. <laughs> yeah. In all fairness, if I wanted to act like an adult, then I wouldn't go to all the way to Cheltenham on a, on a Tuesday night to get absolutely hammered. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, there you go. You've, you've, you've done well. You've done the thing which I trained you to do, which was bring it back to the subject knowledge. So well done for actually listening in those lessons <laughs> that I taught you. Uh, I'm very proud. Uh, let's talk about Tuesday, obviously. Uh, Mark didn't go, Cam didn't go, but me and you, along with uh, Mark, a different Mark, uh, went to, to that one and, and watched on. Obviously left in the 87th minute when they put in the third. Uh, I'm going to say four words to you, Cam, and I want to see if you agree or disagree. Uh, and they are, play to the whistle. Definitely. Uh, 100%. It's, it's just basic football knowledge. Always play to the whistle, no matter what. Uh Fair enough, it was an absolute blatant foul. I've, like, we've seen fouls in the past worse that haven't been given than that, but it was a foul. But it's one of them things, you just carry on going. If the ref's not giving it, keep going. We've had refs that have been worse in the past, hence why everyone's kicking up for fuss about Darren Drysdale on Saturday. <laughs> but that's not going to end well. But we've had referees like that that have been better than what we've had on Tuesday. It's swings and roundabouts for football referees sometimes you'll be get really good refs and sometimes they'll just be bang average and sometimes they'll be the absolutely atrocious Mark you're nodding um, away yeah okay, yeah but yeah of course you do you play to the whistle you know the professional footballers aren't they Is that? I think that for me was the most frustrating thing from Tuesday other than the below par unacceptable performance the fact that you know Amari Sterling James went down he didn't just come on he went down obviously he felt he'd been fouled it probably looked like a foul as well from where we were but Mansfield just stopped every single player and you can see it on the video just stopped and that is a disgrace it's, it's not good enough you want teams to be hungry for the game and just stopping when the ball when you expect a foul you don't ever expect a foul in football because every referee is different we've found this out in the past and it never works now is that down to the referees absolutely poor or is the team's mentality wrong it's certainly I think I'd say Tuesday night the team's mentality was absolutely well it was atrocious they thought you know what we can walk into this game and you know what if we'd have played, that first half wasn't half bad it was one of the better first half performances we've had this season 
but the mentality in the second half was just shocking, absolutely shocking. I think the, the thing that we'll, we'll come on to now as well before we let you go and, and try and buy a pint and get asked for ID which you probably also left at college um, <laughs> is did Steve Evans and we've, we, I said this uh, you know I said this a couple of weeks ago about the substitutions but did Steve Evans also get the formation wrong on Tuesday I mean it was a tight narrow pitch at, at Cheltenham you know their game plan they're always going to try and hit, hit it long and hurt you at the back why didn't we just go three centre-backs, let them mop things up and close things off in midfield, play 3-5-2 or 3-4-1-2, let Mellis be a little bit more creative and surely once we'd have got a goal, the floodgates would have opened, wouldn't they? I'd have probably said so, yes. And I think the three centre-backs thing probably would have been the best idea. Probably played Murphy in the centre, Pierce left, left centre-back and Bennett right centre-back. And I'd probably say that it wasn't it wasn't that the bad players that we'd played it's just that I felt that the team that we did play didn't bond as well as what we've had in the past now playing against Cambridge the team didn't do great at first half but we did quite well in the second half and it was just I think too many changes at once unsettled the team slightly and I think it wasn't down to how we were set up I think it was just Yeah, certainly so. And we'll get your views later on in the Notts County game as well. But for now, Cam, we shall, we shall let you go back to the bar. Have you brought, let's, let's just address one thing. Obviously, we do wish you a, a very happy birthday from, from last week as well. But uh, it was three birthday points for you on Saturday. Since then, we've not done great. But the burning question we all want to know is, have you brought your first pint yet? Oh, yeah, I brought it... Uh... The voice of Cam Felton there and the youth of today going to the pub at 18 with the mum. <laughs> no, if you were going to say something, I'd say, that. an easier question to ask him would have been Have you actually bought a drink that's not alcoholic yet? And I think that would have been an easier answer. No. Yeah, yeah <laughs> probably not. Uh, Cam, we'll let you go back and enjoy the rest of your night. We are slightly disappointed that you didn't invite us down to the pub and uh, that, you, that you shied out of doing tonight's shocking podcast, but that is sho- yeah. shocking behaviour. <laughs> I'll buy you a pint at Notts County game. Well, there. Well, you, you said you'd write. As, I'm not believing a word he's going to say because he said that he'd write as a blog at the yeah, end of the last podcast as well. Still waiting for that to come through. <laughs> Cam, we shall speak to you later on in the show as we look ahead to to, to Notts County. But for now, go and enjoy the rest of your night, uh, and we shall speak to you soon. Goodbye. Say bye. Goodbye. Bye. Uh, that's Cam, the voice of Cam Felton there that you heard on the podcast. If you want to have your say on your team, we are live on Facebook, uh, so you can do so. Just drop us a comment, or you can tweet us. Uh, we are at MTFC Matters if you want to have your say on your team boys seven years since John Radford rode in on his high horse or his mm. Rolls Royce or whatever or his helicopter as the helicopter near the studio here came into town brought the club took it from the clutches of Keith Haslam and turned the club around seven years I think it was Wednesday Monday or Tuesday wasn't it yeah, or one, Tuesday, of those, yeah. one of those days early in the week <laughs> uh, so John if, you, if you're watching or you're watching on Catch Up or listening uh, thanks for everything you've done over the last seven years and tonight obviously what we usually do on, on the show is we usually alternate between the Ultimate Eleven yep. and another feature which is the Mansfield Matters um, uh, Mastermind Challenge it would have been your turn tonight yeah, to face yeah. the questions Nath but <laughs> in homage of John Radford we're going to do a bit of a competition between you and Mark oh dear. So, uh, <laughs> so here we go on that one if you're watching on and you know some of the answers you can uh, let us know in the comments uh, as well although it's slightly unfair on me yeah so, I, so I can't read the comments so, so, but Mark can but yeah, so don't. Oh, I'll well. hide my bit of paper from, from Mark as well. yeah, uh, what we're going to do is we're going to do a, a, a quiz I've got seven questions we're going to do it in a bit of a shootout format uh, basically what we're going to do is spell the word Radford so I'm going to ask you questions so for example the first question will be which R then which A and then which D and so on and so on and so on do you you get the format so far Um, it could be a first name or a a last name as well so think about that when you're answering it might be a team name or it might be an object or something like that so just bear that in mind okay what we're going to do obviously there's seven questions so there's going to be a winner out of, out of yeah. it all um, we're going to give you both verbal buzzers like we did last time so <laughs> what was yours last time Nate? Uh, can't remember now Sick Bucket 
Can we go back to my first one, which is the medal? I think I preferred that one. Oh, it was, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, what do you reckon, Mark? Yeah, well, I love him. I'll put it in. And that made... What was yours that day? Beard. 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 Yeah. Shall we stick with those balls? Yeah. Like yeah. Medal and beard. And what I've realised is I've also not got a pen, which is a great <laughs> organisation, but we are in an office, so there should be a pen lying about somewhere. So talk amongst yourselves while I try and find a pen. To, uh, well, that's well, as we're going to do something related to Radford, I think we might as well talk about Radford. reflect a little bit about it, because I think, yeah. obviously, there's a lot of negative around it at the moment, isn't it, this week? But it's one thing that is a massive positive and I think just looking back at seven years where we've come from, yeah, from, from then to where we are now yeah, it's a, it's a different club isn't it yeah absolutely you know we've come on leaps and bars and the club's in a much better place you look at us going forward who's now. destroyed me set someone's not me scut this yeah, it's just not it's on it but yeah I think like, you dipped it in your tea it's empty now but yeah I think like when you look at the club off the field, then line on the field, but how it's ran now, yeah. we are a proper football club. I think it, you look back at where we were, I think it's a bit like where Chesswood are now, and hopefully they go down the same route that we had to go for five or six years down there. But yeah, um, <laughs> it's been nice, wasn't it? It's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, it? <laughs> yeah. But what amazing turnaround! I think a lot of uh, uh, thanks has to go from the from the fans to you know to, to John and Carolyn because what a an amazing thing they have been for the club really absolutely yeah certainly so I have now got a pen so we can we track on this kids uh, <laughs> let's, re- let's test out these buzzers then so Nathan if you want to uh, answer a question your buzzer is medal and Mark if you want to answer a question your buzzer is beard okay now I will uh, <laughs> I will state this if you buzz in and you get the question wrong yeah. the point will go to the other person so oh, think very very carefully about about this there are seven questions the first is R then A and then so on and so on and so on yeah. uh, if you want to play at home, along at home for a bit of fun you can in the comments uh, although we might I'll tell you what we'll do so I'm going to make this fair I found a use for this scarf you're going to enjoy <laughs> this, Nate. Yeah. You know idea. what's coming, don't you? I do know what's coming. Oh, yeah. <laughs> if you'd like to blindfold yourself, please, please Mark, that'd be great. And also, for the people at home, I'm, I'm blind anyway. That's why I'm not having a scarf around my head. Yeah. Just in case they didn't know. There he is, look. He's, yeah, that's it. No peeking. Yeah. I can't peek. He's no. tied it quite tight. Can you can you see in front of you, you Mark? Can you see how many, can you see how many fingers I'm holding up? Of course, yeah. <laughs> it's black. <laughs> the things that happen on Natural uh, Matters. Oh, there, well, there you go. <laughs> there you go. Right then. So Mark is wearing a blindfold. Nathan, Nathan is blind. <laughs> so if you want to answer in the comments, only I can see them. Then. I've got glasses on so you can just tell how dodgy my eyesight is as well so we're doing well between the three of us okay so Nathan your buzzer is metal Mark your buzzer is uh, beard uh, so well, let's get started which R was one of the first players signed by David Holdsworth after John Radford's arrival his second spell at the club I will give you a clue he cr- his name cropped up in one of the Ultimate 11s a few weeks ago when we were looking for a central defender He's Welsh and his brother plays snooker. Medal. Yes, Nate. Reef Day. It was indeed. 1 0 to Nathan. Where were you, Mark? Where were you? <laughs> it's too disorientated now. Yeah, that's it. Fine. Yeah. Yeah, it's I've had four years of practice, mate. That's Can you give him any advice? Uh, Other than don't walk into a table? Yeah, pretty much that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, come on. I've got faith in you in this one. Yeah. I've got faith in you. <laughs> Which A? Did John Radford give to Paul Cox after the Stags beat Barrow 8 1? Oh, that was tight! Come on, that was me, I was in there. <laughs> Go on then, Nate, yeah, you were slightly. Yeah. I don't know if I'm going to get right yet, Aston Martin. It was an Aston Martin, yeah, well done. Okay. Uh, the full question which A did John Radford give to Paul Cox after the Stags beat Barrow 8 1 in the promotion season? Can you see now that all these questions are themed around John Radford? Yeah. Do, you, do you get the idea? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and oh, it spells Radford, yeah. These features aren't just thrown together. <laughs> uh, right then, uh, which D is a club through sponsorship also associated with Medal. the Radfords? Yeah, Nathan, you were in straight away there. Doncaster Rovers. Indeed, it was Doncaster Rovers. Three 0 to Nathan. <laughs> now, if he gets the next question right, he won anyway. But we'll, we'll play it for fun. Come on, Mark, I've got faith in you. Come on, come on. Uh, right. Which F? Represents the number of permanent managers appointed by John Radford. Go for it, Nate. No, it's not. So Mark does get a point. You're back in the game, Mark. You're back in the game. And because I'm feeling generous, uh, I will also award you bonus points. Uh, Maybe. So so what's the answer? 
Would let me finish what I was <laughs> going to say. Okay, carry on. <laughs> yeah. I'm just really confused. Um, let me finish what. Uh, yeah, um, carry on. I'm getting too competitive now. I know. It gets bad, you can tell. I know. I'm just getting psyched up on it. I can see it in your eyes. Um, If you can name all four of them, I will give you a bonus point. Which could make it interesting if you get the rest of the questions right. All four of them. All four of the managers appointed, permanent managers appointed by John Radford. Doesn't have to be in order. There were four. David Oldsworth. No, with, right, I'm not. I'll give you a bit of a clue. Holdsworth was appointed by Saunders, Perry, and Co. So right. Holdsworth was in the manager's chair when Radford right. arrived. Right. Fortunately, Radford did the sensible thing and booted him out shortly after. <laughs> Hi, Dave. Don't like you. Uh, carry on. So, right. So we've got to think after David Holdsworth. On, on we go. Uh, Paul Cox. Yeah, Paul Cox was one. Yeah. Uh, Alan Murray. Yeah. Obviously, he's managing now. So we miss him one. And I'll give you a clue. He's sadly no longer with us, and we t- spoke about him a couple yeah, of weeks ago. Indeed, he was. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'll give him a bonus point for that. <laughs> so uh, maybe I'll see how generous I am. Right, <laughs> let's move on. Which O uh, scored the only goal in Mansfield's first win back in the football league? I'll give. Do you want a clue? No, no, I'm gonna, oh, oh, no, no you've said you buzzed in. No, you buzzed in. You buzzed in. I'm not going to give you the clue. You buzzed in. I'm going to say Brain Oliver. No, point to Mark. Oh, that was a good shout, though. I mean, what? <laughs> Would you, let's see if you'd have got it after the clue, which was, he's now at Lincoln. Would you have got it after the clue? Oh, yeah. Who, who is Ollie it? Palmer. Yeah, it is Ollie Palmer. I but you you in, you were, <laughs> this is exactly what you, you missus said. You were a little bit too quick. Oh, <laughs> you, you, you picked too early, family style. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you, you got the wrong answer. So, three, it's it's... 3-2 with questions but with the bonus points I'm just, three all. I'm throwing this away myself like uh, a yeah, yeah. of the week I? yeah you are Yeah, you, you've picked too early you've, 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 we've stuck three up front and, and <laughs> we're on the comeback trail Mark come on if you get this right you're in the lead yeah, possibly maybe <laughs> yeah. which R scored the opening goal as Stags beat Lincoln 2-0 in March 2012 a match in which John Radford was celebrating after he announced that he had purchased the one core stadium from former owner Keith Haslam. Which R scored the opening goal in that 2 0 win? Who is going to be first to buzz in? Will it be the beard or will it be the medal? I'm after I've got to do my own like, music here because usually I'll, in the audio version there'll be tension music yeah. over this, but in the live version, which we are now on Facebook, uh, there is no music overlay because we're not that we haven't got that budget, so. Do you want a clue? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, this guy signed for us, signed by Paul Cox, signed for us in the season we got to the playoffs uh, and left obviously once we, I think once we got to the league. He got a bad injury at the start of I believe the um, the promotion season, the opening game of the promotion season. Centre forward, oh. wore number fifteen on his back, bold head, bit of a. Ross yes, oh. Mark. He's back in the game. It's great piece. This is the deciding question. <laughs> this is the, well, actually, if, if I'm playing it, yeah. Point, I mean, to be, fair, to be fair, like now, I'm start, I'm sort of regretting giving yeah, that bonus I don't point. Think you should, to be yeah, honest, I think. Don't worry, it's time. <laughs> yeah. I, I, you know, it does hinge on the last question, doesn't it? Okay, Mark. I'm sorry, but. I was feeling a bit. I wanted to get you back in the game. And, yeah. Right, this is part of this, game anyway. this, this is right, Steve Evans. If you're watching, what you've just watched back that last five minutes, and what I've just done is, is good coaching technique. I gave Mark a bit of encouragement when he needed it when the chip <laughs> went down, and he turned his game around. I'm now taking that away from him because he's got back in the game yeah. and made a tense finish. So it is all to play for on this last question. Nathan, are you ready? Yes. Mark, are you ready? Yeah. Which D robbed John Radford of sealing Wembley glory at the end of his first season as owner and chairman? Oh, the, the, the reluctant to, to, to add this in, the reluctant to jump in. Basically, he would play at Wembley in the FA Trophy final. Yeah, it's not Rocket's yeah, Trophy. Oh, Mark stole it! He's gone from behind! He's stolen it! I think I misunderstood the question. I was, I was trying to link someone to York City with a playoff. 
I was thinking it was who scored against him, and that's why I was going that. Well, oh, I don't want to be pedantic about that one. I don't want to be pedantic about this, Nathan, but if you'd listen to the question. Well, I didn't, did I? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I know. Pressure got to me. <laughs> the pressure got to me. The question was which D Rob John Radford of stealing Wembley glory at the end of his first season as chairman All and right. owner. Can't get on with it. Yeah, oh, it's, it's, it's kicked off a fuss. Oh, oh, no, it's kicked off You know what, next week when we're doing the Mansfield Matters Mastermind, I'm going to kill that one, Costa. Yeah, you're going to kill that Yeah. Well, we won't be doing it next week because it's the return of the Ultimate 11, isn't oh, it, next right, week? Yeah, it's yeah. a rotational well, thing, isn't it? Okay, well then... Yeah, that's know. fine because then the week after is my last uh, podcast before I go on holiday so, so you're going to break it down in flames and finish on a high yeah, right. smash it and we look forward to that every Thursday 6.30 on this very Facebook page now I'm enjoying this because I'm the only one who can see it at the moment Mark's still got the scarf <laughs> he's happily keeping it do you want to keep it on or do you want to take it off Screw keep it on yeah, yeah. you've got to keep it on if anybody's sure. choosing now they're going to be wondering why the hell you've got a scarf around your head to be honest yeah that's sure. a good point take it off <laughs> yeah, yeah. take it off <laughs> <laughs> Oh. <laughs> actually no wait put it back on <laughs> everyone in favour no I'm joking <laughs> uh, right. uh, if you've just joined us this is the Mats for Matters podcast live on our Facebook page every single uh, Thursday evening 6.30 if you missed any of it so far don't worry you'll be able to catch it up on the video version if you want to or if you want to listen to the audio version tomorrow on the way to work or anything uh, you can catch up online as well we'll put the link on our Facebook page later on uh, this evening let's move back then to talking about to all things Radford we mentioned it of course a little bit before whilst I was looking for a pen because I'm mm. so disorganised um, but seriously seven years of John and Carolyn Radford at the club and wow how far the club has come in that seven yeah. years Mark yeah it's amazing how they've transformed us isn't it like we said earlier on and off the pitch and you know without them well <laughs> dread to think what we were without them and you know full credit to them you know couldn't ask for better chairman <laughs> and Nathan I know obviously they've supported you Aside from you know on the pitch, they've supported you a lot off the pitch as well. And, <coughs> yeah. You know, would you have had the opportunities you've had perhaps without uh, a little bit of, of their help? You know, would you would you have got to the Euros maybe? Well, pro- probably not. No, I think um, it's not. It just shows the sort of people they are. You know, aside from football, you know, they're the people that get well involved. You know, involved with the fans. They're always there to give you know to give time to speak to people and stuff like that. You know, when they come to the open days and the match days and stuff like that. But. Uh, for me personally, obviously, uh, people are well aware we've done many uh, charity events, and uh, you know, last um, in 2016, last year when we played uh, Notts County at home, um, when we did the walk from Meadow Lane to the One Call Stadium, uh, that you know, John Radford got up at six in the morning to drive uh, drive a minibus to take us up to the ground. Got Radford actually drove the, yeah, drew the, the minibus. I never knew that. Steve Milton and somebody else whose name I've actually forgot, but. Um, you know, to, for him to get up and voluntary do that, uh, and you know, we didn't have to pay for the buses. They, they sorted all of those out. Well, it just the Radfords sort of, arranged the transport. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the, uh, so John Radford and and and, the, and Tino and Paul Broughton as well uh, organised all of that, so we could make sure that we had all our people that could get to the uh, you know the starting line, which is at Meadow Lane. Like I say, this is at six o'clock in the morning for us to then do the the walk back to the One Call Stadium. So things like that, um, you know, they they support me with that, and then obviously the blind football. Um, Last summer, before I moved down to Hereford for, for extra training, they uh, funded myself uh, through the through the Radford Foundation uh, to train at the on the 3G pitch at Stags, and they also paid for a coach who who came all the way from Birmingham, um, you know, a proper blind football coach to make sure I got the best sort of training possible to set me up to before I went to Hereford and and eventually what led to me playing for England. So it just shows how what sort of people they are aside from football as well. They they're very charitable in what they do and they. All around, you know, really, really good people. And you look at the in- improvements that have been made at the ground as well. You know, match days never really used to be a, a, a great experience. You know, mm-hmm. Field Mill as well has had a bit of a, a dark and dank feel about it. You know, they've invested money in different areas. And, that, you know, just think back to... You used to pull up outside the ground. There was that horrible, massive advertising board outside, which had all stupid stickers all over it and looked yeah. ridiculous. That's been changed. It's been given a lick of paint. You know, the car park got sorted out a little bit more. That old AstroTurf pitch, which just you know had been ripped up and destroyed over the years, would gone was gone and replaced by a new 3G surface. You know, there were plans to build a, a training ground on there, but obviously the land wasn't quite uh, big enough for what they wanted. That's still in development down at Woburn Lane, and that yeah. will that will come to fruition in years to come as well the training pitch has been done up to a better standard which yep. means the club have got somewhere to train the, the advertising boards around that now as well it looks a lot nicer and nicer 
there's been the new hospitality suites put yeah, in, the classrooms put in. And Sandy Pay, it's like, there's always something happening, isn't it, as well mm. on the ground. Like, that, that's where they're getting the money. And that's something mm. that's not just for now, that's something for the future. The club yeah. are always going to have that. So to bring bringing in that money, it's always going to benefit us, isn't it? And it's just nice to actually have something else happening at the club apart from football, because that's what's going to get the local people more involved with the club. But even if it's not directly football, they're still doing something with the club. Yeah, you look at the evening whiffs and that they're bringing the sports events have got going off as well. It yeah. does feel like much more of a community now, doesn't it? It is, and I think that's only going to get better as well as time mm. goes on, especially if we're going to be more successful on the pitch, because more people are going to take notice. And then more people are going to be aware of what what's a, what's on offer at the club, and I think it's just going to it is just going to get better from from uh, now on into the future. Yeah, certainly so, and you know, fingers crossed, it, it does continue to grow. And, you know, on the pitch as well, we've had moderate success under them as well. Obviously, to reach Wembley in the first year that Radford took over with yeah. a depleted squad and everything, it, it gave the fans a, a day out, didn't it? Something after years and years of heartache and pain and just absolute rubbish, really. Yeah. It gave. Supports a bit of a light at the end of the tunnel, didn't it? And yeah. then, you know, playoffs the year after, promotion the year after that, back in the football league, building blocks, and you know that yeah. will only continue. And you know, I think I speak for all of us. We can, we can, all we can say is thanks for what you've done so far, and, and keep it up. Yeah. And, yeah. and we look forward to obviously hoping, hopefully, having you both on the podcast in in weeks to come would be a pleasure yeah, to join yeah, yeah, you yeah. although don't worry about it we won't record we, we'll, we'll come and we'll come to you or something we won't record it back <laughs> you two don't want to come to the to come to the no you really don't no <laughs> I mean in, in yeah a, I love what you've done Craig but yeah you love Scott's it's a great set I mean come <laughs> on yeah you've worked hard and uh, you know you know full marks for, for effort especially getting all this up on the, on the walls and that but yeah I think some of it nice will be uh, a little bit Better for the yeah, and you won't be scores well on your head, so yeah, yeah. yeah. And if you do, we'll just time around Mark's neck. It's yeah. fine. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. yeah, obviously, you know, we'd love to have you on on the podcast and uh, one day, which I'm sure uh, we will. Let's also stay. Um, no, let's let's move on from the Radfords for now, and we'll come back to them in a couple of minutes' time. Mm-hmm. We look ahead to Notts County. Something, obviously, we mentioned it last week about what Carolyn was cooking up on Twitter. We'll talk about that in a, in a couple of minutes. But today. You know, this week has been the uh, the Radford's anniversary, but today is also a, a special anniversary as well, isn't it? Anyone know? Can anyone remember? Please don't tell me you've forgotten the greatest day. When they bought uh, the club, yeah. Was it? No, no, the greatest day uh, of Mansfield Town recent football league history. Oh, it's not the man that. dedicated to one one man, one moment, one goal, oh, one Calvin win. Calvin Andrew, of course it is. Oh, Calvin it is. Andrew Day, oh. people. Happy <laughs> Calvin Andrew yeah. Day. Oh, wow. oh. What a moment that was as well, wasn't it? That day for me was absolutely perfect. And I get again, I'm gonna go back to just saying it's another charity thing. We did it. That was the first walk we did, and we raised over three and a half grand for Guided, which was well up more than what we thought was gonna do. But not only that, I was on training with um, with Guide Dog Hudson. You know, my first guide dog. Normally, you're not allowed to leave training because um, I was two weeks in training. Not normally, not supposed to leave training for anything sort of personal like that. But because I was doing a fundraising event for Guide Dogs, I actually got special. Um, approval to leave. I mean, it's a good job because there's no way I'd take <laughs> this uh, Chesterfield and Mansfield, you know, away. So um, it's a very good job. But like I said, I was training on my first dog, which was eventually going to go on to change my life. We raised three and a half grand for for guide dogs, and then to top it all off, we go into Chesterfield's backyard, who were you know pretty much running away with the, the league, weren't they? Yeah, well. they were on fire that season, weren't they? And we was massively underdogs to just go there and steal it with a, with a, a goal scorer that never, ever scores as well, we can think of <laughs> yeah, yeah. that. It's uh, one and only goal. Yeah, uh, it's, what, what a day that was. Yeah, I think we can do it again this year. It's a great day for me, that as well, because I'm sure a few of you will, will be aware of my history with Chesterfield. I'm not going to make <laughs> any names or anything, <laughs> yeah. but... Uh, that was certainly a very bittersweet uh, victory for me that day. And I, I, people ask me this question all the time, and I've never done, never answered it uh, uh, until now. Which is, uh, you know, what would you have done if you had been commentating for Chesterfield, the Chesterfield <laughs> radio station, when Calvin Andrew scored? And I'll, I'll answer this hand on heart and be completely honest with you, and and and, compl- and be completely open about this. I'd have gone mental. I would have got sacked. <laughs> and you know what? I wouldn't have cared. Calvin <laughs> Andrew, you, sir, are a legend. Yeah. <laughs> Worst thing about that game, actually, was obviously I got quite a lot of stick on, on social media for that and a few death threats, I'm not going to lie. I'd be yeah. quite honest oh. about it. And after the game, I was walking back to the car with my now ex-girlfriend uh, and uh, 
<laughs> we walked down a, a back street we didn't have colours on because we were sensible and uh, there were a, a group of about 30 fans who just came towards me and obviously loads of stuff had been kicking off yeah. I had messages in that week which I didn't tell anybody about saying if we see you we're going to yeah. stab you or we're going to jump you or whatever which was scary it nearly put me off going to be fair mm. I'm glad I didn't Calvin Andrew legend um, <laughs> and afterwards we're walking down that street and these guys just came up to me and went alright Craig Big, like biggest buttiest voice <laughs> and I just went <laughs> I, just went, I don't care if I have to sing a Chesterfield song at this point just get me back to the car and get me out but Calvin Andrew I have loved and loved and loved reliving that goal over and yeah. over again so to all you Mansfield fans out there happy Calvin Andrew happy Calvin Andrew day and uh, bring on when we play Chesterfield yeah. uh, later on in the season hopefully uh, more and more of that to come right then let's move on uh, let's look at another derby uh, before we do that, actually, we should just say very quickly, uh, on Tuesday evening, obviously in pre-season, we played Rainworth Miners Welfare, sent the youth team because it was too close to kick off. Yeah. Tuesday evening, according to Rainworth Miners Welfare, my sources say that there will be a friendly on Tuesday night, mm. uh, which will feature a first team, in inverted commas, mm. uh, so basically the reserves. We have got enough players to play, so I would probably say seven, maybe eight yeah. uh, players, uh, which will go to Rainworth. Seven o'clock kick-off at that one. I think a fiver on the door. Get yourselves down there for that one right let's move on let's talk Notts County at home let's talk about on the pitch before we end on a more somber note and talk off the pitch if you want to get your thoughts in by the way in the comments you can do so or on Twitter we are at MTFC Matters uh, as well right one question we must must improve performance wise because if we play like we have over the last two games boys I can see Notts County who are in tremendous form and all credit to them and all credit to Nolan as well who's a fantastic manager we must improve performance-wise, otherwise it's not going to be uh, it's not going to be two magpies for joys. It's going to be one for sorrow for Mansfield Town. You've been practicing that one, haven't you? <laughs> 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 no, I need your help, boys, because uh, I'm, I'm struggling at the moment. I don't know what to what what to think. I want to be positive. I, I I I do believe this this squad will be will come good. Yeah. But I just don't I don't know how I feel right now because we have had so many. Even though we've been getting picked up points, we've had so many bad performances. I, I mean, the last time we really played one full good game was, was Luton, wasn't it? And that's what worries me. And I feel like coming up against a side that we didn't even counter, play a full. We didn't even play well, eight well minutes, wasn't it? And then collapsed. It's ironically the best yeah. performance. Played eight minutes and then threw the game yeah. away. Yeah, we've been very lucky in yeah. the past few games and that. But you know what they say about derby games? You know, form goes out the window. So. And Steve Evans has said in his uh, press conferences uh, today as well. Uh, he says. Um, we need to be bright and ready for the League 2 leaders and the current best team in League 2 on Saturday. That's a, a fair reflection as well. Um, he's also also uh, said as well, You can sort of, if you can hear my Facebook pinging away, <laughs> I do apologise. Um, you could also say as well, he also said as well, uh, I think the quality in our play needs to go up a level or two, so he knows that we have been poor. Well, he's got to yeah, know, yeah, hasn't yeah. he? If he doesn't know that, he's blinder than me, really. It's quite, <laughs> quite simple, but I just don't know what... To, we've... You never know what we're going to come out of that. It's kind of typical stags, isn't it, sometimes? You don't know what to expect from us. Yeah. Even when we've got such a quality side that we have. We know we've got quality in the team, but for some reason, whether it's they're not gelling or, I mean, whether it's some people say it's effort, I, I probably disagree with that. We are putting effort in, but I think it probably is right in saying it's what, what, what Steve Evans said. It's about being smart as well with, with putting in that effort, isn't it? Um, you just don't know what to expect when we come out onto the pitch. Yeah. and that's what worries me if we come out anything that we have done in the last uh, two or three games <laughs> I, will, I'll, I'll, I left out, on 87 yeah. minutes on Tuesday I will walk out on one minute if we come out and play like <laughs> that I'm telling you now it's not going to go well is it the thing yeah. is as well Notch County is not playing with any pressure where they want us favourites and when you think about it a lot of teams are wanting to beat the favourites yeah and I think the, the thing with that is as well Notch County as Steve Owens says you know, Nolan's done a superb job there. You know, they've got George Grant on loan from from Forest. He's a ter- terrific talent. They've made some good key yeah. signings. Mm-hmm. They're on the crest of the wave at the moment. They're on on the up. They're probably what we were maybe two season, two or three seasons ago. They, you know, they've got a new owner in. Mm-hmm. They've making changes at the club. They're on the crest of the wave. They went to Exeter yeah. on Tuesday night, which I thought would take it out of them a little bit. Well, yeah. um, but they came away with a good victory yeah. against the second place team who were going to be up there. Yeah. They're going to go into the game on Saturday thinking, hopefully thinking it's already won Nolan's not that stupid though he won't let his players do that but please let them do that because then you know (laughs) you know we're used to beating Notts County aren't we it's a a privilege that we've not usually had over rivals isn't it we have have got that of late and I think that's another thing it's just 
we've had those bragging rights and I think this year of all years when we've been like say put favourites and we've got a good squad and we've got you know, like Steve Evans in people will really want to beat us don't they and people really want to when, when they do it they want to shout about it as well so it's even worse as a Stags fan because everyone wants us to lose yeah you look at what they're doing as well at Moss County he's got almost playing as a team so you know most weeks they're playing more or less the same team as well so they're getting that consistency they're getting yeah. to know each other's game and you know you can see why they're at the top Injury wise as well, just looking ahead to Saturday, Evan says that Hayden White's got a chance to to be fit. Uh, they're going to ask him to train at his maximum tomorrow. I think we did miss him on Tuesday a little bit, actually. Uh, a lot of people criticising uh, Reese Bennett on Tuesday uh, as well. Xander Diamond and Joel Byron will, however, both miss the match. They're about 10 days uh, away from that one. We have missed Byron a little bit, and this is where yeah, I'm going to bring it back up here. Hashtag bring back Maguire. Uh, <laughs> we need him for a, a local dog, but we've not had a Maguire figure yet. No. We need, need to get him back. Maybe we can get him back on a, on a games loan from Boston. And he, he, you know, does he want to play Mansfield against Notts County? Or does he want to play Boston against AFC Mansfield? <laughs> I know which fixture I'd rather <laughs> yeah, play. Yeah. So there you go. So, speaking of which, actually, with that though, like um, having someone in that, because this is one thing that again worries me about this game coming up because. In previous years under Murray, obviously, with, with him being how he is with the club, he was obviously very passionate. There was always a massive build-up to it, wasn't there? I know, obviously, we've had a midweek game, and you've always got to concentrate on that first, and it hasn't gone well, but there's always seemed to be like... I don't know what it was. I always sort of felt a big build-up between the, the players and the, and, and the, and the manager and, and the supporters, but this year, well, this, this time round, it doesn't... I don't feel that... Say that sort of build up to a rivalry game. I don't know if that's just me or what. But no, I, th- I think no. you might have done something there. This mm. does seem to be a bit I of. I want them to be a bit more pumped up for it and a bit yeah. more, you know, ready for it. That's, I, well, I hope they will be at, three, at one o'clock when they come out and play, but at the moment, you, you, I'm not seeing that, whereas Notts County are, and that's, again, another thing that. I want it like I want to be positive. I, don't, I really don't want to be negative, no, but yeah. it just, I'm just a little bit worried. I, just, I hope I'm proven wrong, but. I don't, know what, I don't know what to expect Saturday Mansfield Town players if you're watching this we know some of you do some of you do listen as well and read some of our articles some of you are new to this club as Nathan mentioned in previous years you know Adam Murray because he knew the club and yeah. been there before mm-hmm. he sort of understood it a little bit we've got two different you know uh, we've gone down a different route we've got a manager who's experienced with promotions and things like that that three points against Notts County means a lot to supporters and on Saturday we don't want you to perform how you've performed in the last two games turn up show some fight and you know what if you put the graft in I'm sure at full time you'll feel rewarded Mm. if you need a lesson in how to beat Notts County and play Notts County as well speak to this man Brian the Beast Jensen on his debut came in was solid had the passion and pretty much helped us over the line Yeah, Yeah, I'd love to revisit that and that's Maybe not take notes counting down at Pega 2 as well. We'd love that, wouldn't I we? Yeah, well, that's it. Fantastic. <laughs> right, let's go back to, to Cam Felton. Cam, stand by your phone. Um, we're going to ring you again and get your thoughts on Saturday. If you want to add in your comments as well uh, on Facebook, you certainly can in the comments uh, where Steve Peters commented saying, uh, don't forget the friendly versus the Stags on Tuesday night. We certainly won't. We've already mentioned it. Several o'clock kickoff, Kirkington Road. I think £5 entry, so get yourself there. Let's give Cam a quick call then and just basically... I don't know, should we? He'd be swearing his words. I know, I mean, yeah, should, yeah. I don't I think, should we play a joke on him? I don't know. Well, it's probably no good because he can, he's probably watching it right now. I don't think, I don't know, maybe, it, maybe he is, maybe he's not. I think, yeah, he probably will. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, more like the likelihood he is, isn't he? Yeah. So yeah. We'll get his thoughts, but here we go. Let's see if this works. Come on, dial. This is the thing. It's live. Come on. <laughs> Come on, phone, respond. <laughs> oh, there it is, it's ringing. Let's put it on my empty mug this time. Hello. Hello, it's uh, Steve Evans calling here. Can I speak to uh, Cameron Felton, please? If it's Steve Evans, you'd better uh, wind your attitude in with referees. <laughs> <laughs> Fair play. Joe, obviously, can we're talking about Notts County uh, at the moment. Uh, Nathan and, and Mark have, have just said that this year it doesn't feel as much, you know, as a, uh, the atmosphere as it has in, in previous years. What do Mansfield Town need to do? Looking back on you know the the game so far, what do the Stags need to do other than the obvious? Don't give me the obvious answer. I think you're better than that anyway. Uh, what do the Stags need to do on Saturday to make sure that uh, come that full time whistle, all the supporters uh, are heading home with amber and blue shirts on anyway, heading home happy? What do the Stags need to do? I think 
personally, we're just with the results that have been going for Knox County and for us, I think I think a lot of fans would be happy with a draw at the minute. With you look at obviously you look at back at the performances, even though we won against Cambridge, it wasn't the best performance. And you can't say that we've played particularly well recently. It's just been, we've been grinding out the results when we've needed to. And I think Saturday is one of these results where it, it literally can go either way. You look at the past few seasons and we've pretty well, we've dominated Notts County since they dropped back down to League Two. And I think this year, if they were going to nick, nick three points off us, you'd probably say this year. So Stags just need to say, stay concentrated, to be honest. Focus on the job. Don't don't play well don't just don't play bad <laughs> I think, I think, I think, just, I think uh, honestly I'd, I'd be happy with a draw on Saturday with how we played on Tuesday night get some confidence back into the team I'd rather take a 0-0 draw get some confidence in the defence clean sheet but if we win we win fantastic but a draw is what I'm thinking Saturday. And of course, what we need to remember as well, the last time we played Notts County, if memory serves me correct, was uh, Nolan's first game in charge of County, which did end in a, a goalless draw as well, mm. which sort of ended that little bit of a run we had over there. Nolan will be itching to maybe, you know, set that right and, and continue their good form. But Nathan Cam says he'd be happy with a draw. Do you uh, agree or, or I'd, disagree? I'd take or? a draw, but I'd, I'd probably add a bit to that, and I think it's going to be more in the manner we play. And I, I just want to see. I want to see some aggression, but I, w- I want it to be disciplined. I don't want them to just be diving in and losing their heads and, get, heads and getting involved, involved in like little, you know, pushing and shoving sort of things. I just want to see them crunch them a bit, those sliding tackles, get the ball, but just, just be smart about it and just really get stuck into them. I think we need that because that'll yeah. get the crowd going, and we need to do that from the offset. And if we do that, we'll be in with, in, in the game. Mark, what, what's your thoughts? Can and Nathan both say draw? Would you would you be happy to set up? Oh, no, I want to win. <laughs> well, you just said you'd agree I, with him. I'd take a draw, but I want to win. No, I, you I might really want to win. Yeah, well, it won't be the worst thing in the world, obviously. Anything, but I think a win, you know, just to get the season kicked off again, really, and you know, get in the face, so show a bit of passion, show what they're all about. Yeah, certainly. So right then, uh, can we? Did I don't know if you heard this at the start of the show or, or not? Connection question time. Did you hear it earlier? No, I didn't. Useless. Uh, right then, so obviously we always do this at the start of the show, so we'll reveal the answer now. Uh, when the Stags beat Notts County in August 2015, Brian the Beast Jensen became the club's oldest player and also a legend. How old was Jensen at the time, and who did he take the record from? Cam, do you think you know the answer to either of them? Oh, he was... It was 41. Right. But, but I can't remember who he took it off. Okay. You're, pro- you're probably probably what looking player from the eighties, maybe. I can't. I, I can't even remember. Well, you're only a puppy, aren't you? You know, you've only just turned eighteen. <laughs> so we'll reveal that answer in a minute. Nathan, do you do you agree with Cam? Do you think he was forty-one? I think or? it was forty or forty-one, but my gut feeling was forty-one. Oh, okay, Mark, rests on your shoulders. <laughs> you're right, forty-one in the head. He's mm. going 41. He was actually 40 years and two days. Oh, well, you round it up, don't you, these days? No, so. you don't round it up. No, You've got, you got to be spot on with it. So, 40 years and two days. What about the player he took it from? Cam, just have a, have a stab. Give, a, give us a random name. Uh, Rod Arnold. Okay, Nathan? Keith Gasells. Mark? Kevin Pilkington. <laughs> Kevin Pilkington. <laughs> it was Tony Ford, the man who we took oh. the, the record from. So if you got that at home, well done. A bit of a hard one, too, part of this week, but, uh, you know, it, it was a tough one. Uh, right then, whilst we've got all, all three of you, Cam is on the line, we're going to end on a bit of a more sombre note uh, this week as well. Obviously, we talk about rivalries, we talk about passions in local derbies, but we mentioned on last week's <laughs> podcast... Hello, what's happening there? <laughs> what's going on? They're training on the rugby pitch behind oh, the pub. Makes sense. Ah, fair play. Fair, fair <laughs> play. Uh, anyway, football's a better game. Uh, <laughs> obviously, you know, we talk about rivalries, we talk about passions and, 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 you know, the importance of getting a win and getting one over them, getting bragging rights and things like that. But there's something else which matters a lot more than that and that is community and that is looking after one another and looking out for each other we mentioned last week on the show what is Carolyn Radford cooking up on her Twitter she posted a picture of John Radford and obviously uh, Alan Hardy from Notts County Notts County's chairman and owner 
holding a trophy aloft at the One Court Stadium. Mm. Nobody knew what it was for, but we now do. It's the Matt Salmon uh, Memorial Trophy. Matt Salmon, of course, for those of you uh, who don't know, is the former academy physio and also was first team physio for a little bit as well at, at the Stags. Horse, he also did a bit of an internship as he was coming through at Knox County. Sadly, he lost his battle with, with cancer earlier this year, aged just 25, which is just no age whatsoever, yeah, is it? It's, yeah. you know, it, it, it's ridiculous. And I remember sort of seeing Matt at games and things because obviously he was sort of there at the time when I was starting to do commentary, when I've just come to the end of doing commentary and stuff. And always a nice guy, and the academy lads also had, you know, held him in high regard. And despite his battles and, and the, the toughness he went through, he always put his job first and always put the football club first and mm. was a passion man for it and never wanted never seemed to want the the attention or anything like that he kept it was very last minute when he announced that he only had you yeah. know days to live and his passing was a very very sad one indeed so to for both clubs to you know put the rivalries aside and you know compete for something in his memory it's not just this trophy Stag's are going to do a physio room for him as well mm. you know that is that is really something special so uh, you know Please remember on Saturday if you go into the game that it is more than just a football match. There's, you know, something more at stake here. It's the memory yeah. of a, of a yeah. great man, in, indeed. So, Sorry. prediction time. Um, we always do this. Obviously, we've stopped doing the points thing because I've forgotten. Because <laughs> I'm useless. And I'll also hold my hands up to this now as well. I'm probably going to take loads of verbals from you. You know the Ultimate Eleven that we did last week and I always put it on Twitter for, to, to pe- for people to vote? Kind of forgot to put it on. I wonder what was happening with that. Yeah. <laughs> oh. I know you could pipe down, Felton. You, you, yeah. At least I didn't forget my bus pass. Um, Priesty out. Priesty out. Fine. <laughs> Bye. Let's, let's finish the show first. Yeah, I, I don't have to turn it off. Maybe I won't come back next week. It's all good. Um, but I will post it on on Twitter this week uh, as well. So if you want to join in the Ultimate Eleven, it will be on our Twitter this week. I promise. <laughs> uh, right, uh, so prediction time. Um, Cam, we'll start off with you. Uh, score and goal scorers, please, for, for Saturday. Will Mansfield get back to winning ways and continue their unbeaten run over uh, Notts County? Will they do it? I think so, yeah. Score? I'm going to change. Yeah, I'm going to change my mind. I think that <laughs> I'd be happy with a draw, like Nathan said. But a win is a win. Over your local rivals, so I think yeah, I'll probably say two-one stags, and I'm gonna Danny Rose and Christian Pierce. Okay, Nathan, that was was really hard because exactly goal scores. I was gonna say my heart says two-one to stags, but and I was gonna say the same goal scores, but actually that's not gonna be a prediction. My prediction is gonna be I I I don't I don't think it's. It's going to be a 2 defeat. I'm, I'm sorry, but oh, that's my head. I, that's just my head. I don't, I think it's going to be close. That, that second goal there is going to be a late goal, I think, but as we're pushing, but I, I, I just, I don't know, my head just tells me no. Mark? I'm going to go 3-2 stags. 3-2 stags to I, I think it'll be a play of goals, isn't it? Do you know what? It all depends on how we perform. If we turn up and start on the front foot and get an early goal to settle the nerves, we'll nick it 2-1. But if we turn up and play as pathetically and as disgracefully Correct and as <laughs> annoyingly, I nearly swore then, as we did over the last two games, we will get beat 3-1. And I hate, hate, hate saying that. So come on, boys, turn up and get us the victory. Cam, it's been great speaking to you. Good luck in finding your bus pass and uh, enjoy the rest of your night. We shall see you next week uh, here on the podcast, won't we? Because you're not going to forget your bus pass next week, are you? No, I'm not. I'm going to remember it. Good boy. So I'll take it to your head. Yeah. If not, there will be punishments. Cam, it's been a pleasure talking to you. Enjoy the rest of your night. And we'll sh- we shall see you on Saturday. Goodbye. Uh, he's gone. Uh, if you want to, uh, if you've enjoyed the podcast now, if you've missed any of it, uh, then you can of course catch up. The full video will be available to watch again after this is finished, and the audio version, if you want to listen uh, that way as well, will also be available uh, later on this evening. But that is pretty much it, boys. Thank you very much for, for joining me, Mark. You're here for this. Your last one, or your ne- last one next week. Last one this week. Last one this week. So next week, Mark will not be here. You're off on your jollies for two weeks. Yeah. So if you want to replace Mark on the panel, get a nice made cup of tea and a nice like, well, is, it, is it nice tea? I don't know. It's not bad. Yeah, not bad. Right. Yeah, rating? Yeah. Give me a rating, mate. I'll give you a four out of five. Okay, that's not bad. Yeah, yeah four out of five. Four out of five. Always 
You can, there's always yeah. room for improvement. You want to know how to get up to five? Go on. Bang us a biscuit as well on the side. Yeah. Is that all it takes? That's all it takes. To keep you sweet, a biscuit. A good old nice biscuit. A nice biscuit. <laughs> or a nice biscuit. Well, there you go. <laughs> there you go. Uh, maybe we'll see what happens. Yeah. Mark won't be here next week, but if you want to join us on the podcast, it's not just about me, Mark, Cam, and Nathan. It is about you as well. It is, as always, with Mansfield Matters, the show for the fans, by the fans. If you want to get involved, drop us a message on Facebook or email us mtfcmatters at gmail.com. Or if you want to, you can tweet us at MTFC Matters. Well, it's been a fantastic show today, guys. I've really enjoyed it as well. One which we reflected on two poor performances, but one in which Mansfield did manage to get three points on the board. Got to put it right on Saturday, though. Get that out there as well. One in which we reflected on, you know, seven years of the Radfords and the transformation of the club. But most important of all, and I say this because I've just noticed on our feed, a Chesterfield supporting ex-colleague of mine is watching this video. (laughs) One in which we're celebrating... Calvin Andrew Day I hope you're enjoying the bottom of League 2 the conference is great take it from someone who knows enjoy it we'll see you later on in the season but it's all about Notts County on Saturday if you've not got your ticket yet hurry up because they're running out but get down there if you can and support it because Mansfield Town as always wants to be loud and proud singing for the Stags and hopefully we're back here next Thursday 6.30 on our Facebook page celebrating victory over our rivals Notts County knocking them from the top of League 2 and getting back to winning ways because you know that's what we want to do isn't it oh, yeah. for now then from me from Cam on the phone from Mark and from Nathan as well thank you very much for joining us have your say on your team on Twitter on Facebook or via email make sure you catch up with our blogs as well why do you know why Nathan do you want to know why Mark because Mansfield matters we'll see you next Thursday at 6.30 right here on Facebook Good night. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure. 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.